Welcome everybody to Disney World A to Z. This is the podcast for all things Walt Disney World from A to Z. We'll take you through the magic alphabetically. Today we're heading out of Disney World to Disneyland, although this is something coming to Disney World. The letter B is for Batu, and today we're talking Galaxy's Edge with a very special guest. Britt is here. Hi, Britt. Hi, Emma. How are you? Good. Uh, I'm so excited to have you on. Britt has been in uh, active in our Facebook group. So if you're in the Facebook group, you'll probably recognize him. Um, and all the fun pictures you've posted from your trips. I think you guys did had uh, Akbar as your trip yes. mascot. Yes. That was so fun. I loved those pictures so much. Yeah. The the mascot, uh, the trip mascots was uh, an idea that we stole from you because you've talked about <laughs> it. And uh, we ran with it uh, on, on a trip and had Adderall Akbar. Uh, in our daily photos, so it was, it was a lot of fun. I love it. And now Galaxy's Edge, Britt has been to Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland because, of course, it opened at the end of June, right? Uh, it no, opened it... May 31st was the official public opening. There we go. Yeah, and and now, so before that, it was in previews for a while, I think, right? With, like, if guests got passes yes. or if you signed up. Uh, the, the previews, there were cast previews before that, the actual oh, okay. reservation system that they put in place, uh, started May 31st. Okay. Nice. So I'm very eager to hear how it was, like how the lines were, how, how you enjoyed it. Um, cause so you guys are, are must be Star Wars fans if you brought Akbar. <laughs> yeah, I, I am a Star Wars fan. I mean, I grew up with Star Wars, probably like most of, uh, your listeners, uh, and, and, I was so excited when they decided to finally, you know, make a dedicated land in the Disney parks uh, because it's such a great franchise and there's so much, you know, potential for great stories. And after experiencing uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge in person, I think they nailed it. I mean, it's really awesome. fun. So so we can, we can definitely get into that. Yeah, from all the videos, it looks beautiful. Like, I, I was watching the opening with, you know, Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford were all there standing under the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, so. yeah, it, it's cool. it's just, it's it's really surreal because, you know, for the people who have watched the movies and have just enjoyed everything that's there, I mean, you actually feel like you are in a Star Wars movie, uh, even though it's a, a new planet, you know, really. I, I, they did, this, Batu was in... Uh, solo, you know, right. uh, a Star Wars right. story, but briefly, and it's not, it's not yeah. like Tatooine or Endor or Hoth yeah. where, you know, you just know those planets and, and they were part of star tours and stuff like that. So mm. I liked the name when they were about to the galaxy's edge, like it has this great ring to it. It sounds star Warsy, but exciting. Like when they were about to announce the name, it was like, what are they going to pick? That's, you know, going to do it justice. But yeah, I like and, that. I, and I agree. And if they would have, if they would have gone with something that people are familiar with, like Tatooine or something like mm. that, then it would have been like, no, 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 that's not what it was like in the movie. And that's yeah. accurate. So I, I think they did, did the, uh, the, the land justice and, and, and the franchise. And now they can make more stuff that involves Batu, which will be great. That would be fun. I wouldn't even mind. I hope this goes well because, like, especially at Disney World in Florida, there's so much space. Like, I would love a Star Wars park. Like, if we like Batu, like, then, like, do a park that has Tatooine and, never, you know, like, that you could do even more because there are so many incredible environments in the Star Wars world that Absolutely. it seems like there are so many places they could go. Yeah, with. I mean, between, I mean, when you think about it, between everything that's Star Wars and now Marvel – and then all the new stuff that they're going to be able to do with the Fox merger, yeah. uh, there, there's just going to be 
they could do multiple parks, multiple lands. Uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to we're we're at a really exciting time, I think, in the Disney parks uh, and and Walt Disney Company era. Yeah. So yeah. So you um you're from California, right? So you get over to Disneyland quite a bit. Or? Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, southern. I live in Southern California, Orange County. I'm about 20 minutes from Disneyland, so I can just nice. kind of pop over anytime oh, I want. Uh, so jealous. Yeah. So it's um uh I've been to uh. Galaxy's Edge uh, three times already, <laughs> so it's it's kind of <laughs> oh nice. Gosh. So now I've heard that it's like not the park, or maybe it's just the rest of the park is not as busy as people would have thought right now because yeah. like they were expecting such crazy crowds that people are like, oh, I don't want to go go during you know right now, and so it's odd, oddly a little less crowded. Is that right? Exactly, or... and, and I think wow. it, it it's it's not just a little less crowded. It is almost like dead i mean like the oh the quietest gosh. time because i mean disneyland and and well disney world you know for that matter it's never empty right i mean it's yeah. all, it, even like when you go like oh well, let's go in february in the winter and stuff like no there's like the marathons and then the yeah the, uh, the, all the festivals yeah so they they really do it so um so interestingly enough when they so it opened on may 31st which was a friday and that was what the free that was still the reservation system we right. went on uh, June first, Saturday, the next day, nice. and and it was, I mean, the both parks, uh, Disney's California Adventure and Disneyland, were very empty, and wow. um, and we thought, well, that's that's kind of odd. Maybe people are staying away because, uh, you know, they thought it was going to be a, be a big rush and and all that, yeah. but uh, it it has been pretty quiet. And so then when we got to um, when when the previews ended, which was uh. Last Sunday was the was the last preview day. So so this this last Monday was when it was going to open when regular people could go in to the public anybody to the public yeah. anybody who had a ticket. But what Disney did is they blocked out uh, oh. most of the lower level annual passes. So there's the top two levels, the signature and the signature plus uh, passes, which are basically there's no blockout days for the for the most part. Signature has a couple of days of, or a couple of weeks of Christmas that you can't go. But um, so they, they made it so that they were blocked out of Disneyland only, and but they could still go to California Adventure. So on the first day, uh, the people, you know, all the fanatics, they they lined up in the yeah. and Galaxy's Edge hit capacity. And so what they did is they installed a boarding system. So once they hit capacity, which I heard was 16,000 guests, which is a lot oh, wow. you know, for 14 yeah. acres, uh, they they installed they uh, implemented a boarding system which is kind of like a fast pass so you just yeah. you sign up on on the disneyland app and you just say like hey i want to go in and they say oh. okay your time's going to be like early afternoon middle afternoon well yeah. by five o'clock the boarding system was done i mean they were like the land's open you don't need a boarding anybody system. can walk in wow. anybody and so and it's been that way ever since so oh my gosh I, I dropped by tuesday night after work and it was there were fewer people in galaxy's edge than when we went on our preview day so That's insane. Yeah, and I I went again Thursday night. Same thing. So um, wow. Now yeah, the the real popular parts, and, and we can we can get into like more of the specifics. But uh, you still need reservations to build a lightsaber at Savvy's Workshop, oh. and you need reservations to get into Oga's Cantina. So oh, okay. those reservations right now are opening up at 7 a.m. on mm. either the Disney app or on Dis the Disneyland.com, and then you make your reservation same way you would do with like. Um, the the advanced dining reservations in Walt Disney World. Yeah, 
you know, put in you put in your credit card. If you don't show up, they charge you for your a lightsaber. Right. Don't get one. Oh. And if you, oh. I think they charge you ten dollars or twenty five dollars a person uh, for your reservation. Same with same with the oh. signature dining or the, the, any of the dining reservations in Walt Disney World. You have yeah. to cancel. So. Yeah. Wow. And so, how long have the line? Line's been there's just the one ride now, right? The Millennium Falcon ride. Right, the, the Millennium other Falcon Smuggler's Run yet. is the only ride now. So, uh, I've I've been monitoring on the first day. It got up to I think the highest I saw was 180 minutes, but oh, by wow. by five o'clock it was down to under an hour. So, wow. I think they start every day because I looked at 8 a.m. when the park opened today, and it said 75 minutes. Well, there's no way it was 75 minutes right away. Yeah, but it's been <laughs> it's really been in that 75 minute or less time uh pretty much the whole time uh wow. and, and I, I want to book a flight to california yeah now. <laughs> it's crazy so um because i mean you know and and probably yeah. most of your listeners know about like how crazy flight of passage weights are right where it's like four yes. and sometimes five hours i and mean especially when it first opened and like at, at disneyland uh, that guardians of the galaxy thing was like yeah. five hours long yeah. so this is crazy yeah. So, so it's it's really pretty great. I mean, the the ride does seem to have. I don't know what the official capacity is, but the ride does seem to have pretty um, pretty good capacity. So it does move through uh, a lot of guests. Um, but it's uh, it's I'm I'm a little shocked, and I think Disney's probably a little surprised as well because they sure. did on Thursday they announced <laughs> that there's a uh, a companion ticket for annual pass holders where you can. Pay ninety nine dollars if uh, to bring in a guest who's not a pass oh. holder. Wow. And uh, it's a $99 park hopper, which ah. is a good deal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's a really good deal. It's regular. So, <laughs> so anyways, so um, so do you want me to give you kind of the yeah, little bit of the definitely. So, so I think I'm going to just make the assumption that most of your listeners are uh, more familiar with Walt Disney World than they are with Disneyland. Probably a little, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I think it's probably important to just kind of explain where it is. Um, a couple of people have asked, you know, that who I work with said like, so they took out all of Tomorrowland, right? And it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, Tomorrowland needs a refresh at Disneyland, but not, not, uh, but to not, be completely not demolished. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you think of it like in Magic Kingdom terms, um, it's kind of, it would be behind, uh, the Rivers of America and Tom Sawyer's Island. So, okay, yeah. um, so Disneyland, the, the, the layout's roughly the same, but some of the things are in different places. So, but speaking of it in, in Magic Kingdom terms, if you were to create a path next to, um, Big Thunder Mountain and, and along the rivers of, uh, rivers of America, right by Tom Sawyer's Island and then go behind it and then uh, build the land over there. And then yeah. there's, there's three entrances in Disneyland. So that would be like the first entrance, uh, in Disneyland it's, it's critter country, but if you put an entrance yeah. over there and then everything behind it, and then if you were to put an entrance where the haunted mansion is in magic kingdom and okay, then yeah. a, a third entrance where the tangled toilets are. Okay, Those are the nice. three entrances in in Disneyland, in, in relatively. So that's you, great that there are so many entry points, like even two, like for um, Pandora. You know that yeah. you only have you have Africa and the camp, old Camp Mini Mickey area, and that sometimes feels a little claustrophobic. Yeah, so um, so it, that's it, great. Yeah, so so and now in in. Uh, Disney Hollywood Studios. There's going to be two. There's going to be the uh, right the Toy Story Land, Toy Story Land, and then and the uh, Grand Avenue. Area. Yeah, like the San Francisco right. where Streets of America used to be. The, the the Grand Avenue area is basically where the Critter Country entrance would be. So you're oh, gonna, okay, yeah. Uh, 
uh, enter there and then where the Frontierland entrance would be or like where the equivalent of uh, the Haunted Mansion, that's where the Toy Story Land entrance would be. So, nice. by the way, have you heard, have you heard, I haven't, I haven't heard it firsthand, but I've heard stories that if, when you're in Toy Story Land and if you ask a cast member about what's that over there pointing to like Galaxy's Edge, have you heard the responses? That they no, say? I haven't. So this is, I again, I haven't heard it firsthand, <laughs> but I heard that they say, oh, that's, that's Andy's uh, Star Wars place. So I hear it's going to be really neat. So that, I think, I think it's so clever because you're shrunk down to, funny. you know, toy size for Toys yeah. Story, and then they, they play on with the the theme of it. It is a weird sequence, but that makes it a little a little better. Yeah, yeah. Andy's a Star Wars fan. I like it. Yeah. So 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 basically, um, the Batu, you know, everything is is super immersive, and it's broken up basically into three sections. So, like as you're facing the land, so if, as you would be going in from Grand Avenue or Critter Country, that's the Resistance side. So that's where the oh. second attraction is going to be, the Rise of the Resistance. Um, yeah. So and then in the middle is kind of like the city that's black spire outpost that's where all the shops are and then kind of on the as you're looking at on the right hand side that's more of the first order area so the the empire the bad guys the yeah and all that so so and then um you know it's part is the Millennium Falcon in? Is that like so the, the marketplace? Millennium kind of? Falcon is in the middle. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. in the middle in the back, which yeah. I, don't, I don't know, you know, if, if you've looked at the the aerial photos, like Bio Reconstruct is always posting photos and stuff yeah. like that. Like I, it was so hard to figure out what is what, or you, <laughs> the, the models that are like in, in the Walt Disney Presents and stuff yes. like that. You look for something you recognize, right? Well, the only thing you really recognize is the Millennium Falcon. I mean, you know, <laughs> what the heck is all this other stuff? So, but, but the architecture is impressive. Um, I mean, it's it's so detailed. It's so immersive. It very much looks like, you know, uh, kind of the short squatty buildings that they had and um, that they have in Tatooine. What you see, like, you know, uh, Jabba's uh, palace, you yeah. know, in Return of the Jedi. So but it's it's just gorgeous. Um, the uh, you know, it's it's not real obvious. And it's it's. It's it definitely doesn't feel Disney. Kind of like when you walk into Pandora, right? You kind of feel like yeah. you're in a different place. So so it's a lot of the same feeling in that regard. A um, lot of lot of the not a lot of stuff in in English per se, or that's <laughs> obvious. A lot of the font that they use. It so looks, I'm gonna have to brush on my Coruscant. Uh, yeah, dialect. And, and Arbesh <laughs> and stuff like. Yeah, that. yeah. There we go. So, um, but but like the restroom signs and stuff like that. You kind of look at it and go like, okay, that does say restroom, you know. <laughs> or when you go to Oga's Cantina, like at night, it, it, the the word Cantina kind of lights up, and it you know, it's it's just yeah. a it's a fun font, you know. But there's a lot of Arbesh, and uh, so if if you uh, if if you know Arbesh, it's great. On, on my first day, I wore a shirt that said uh, Han shot first and written in Arbesh, <laughs> and a couple of the cast members who. New Arbesh. Did they get it? They got it. They started laughing. Oh like, That's gosh. a great shirt. Oh my goodness, where'd you get that? And it's like, oh, wow. I, 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 not here, but <laughs> so, but it's, it, but it's fun. <laughs> that is like next level uh, training for the cast members. So before you guys can work in Galaxy's Edge, you're gonna have to learn to speak Arbesh. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, and but but it's it's really cool. So the costumes for the cast members, though, I mean, they're such great costumes, and they're not like, like you know, if in pretty much any land uh that you visit or any theme park you visit you kind of can say like oh yeah that person works on this attraction or this mm -hmm. person like in epcot, or epcot world showcase like oh that person's definitely from you know the yeah. germany pavilion or the japan pavilion um it's 
the costumes kind of all blend in. There's, there's, um, you can't really tell, uh, like the 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 sweepers, the maintenance guys from the oh, people wow. who work in the restaurants or work in the shops, because they all kind of have the similar outfits, and they all, but they're not like, oh, this is only a sweeper outfit, or this is only a yeah. merchandise or an attraction outfit, uh, which I think is fun because it makes it just seem like there are people. Uh, yeah, we're there working, and that's and that's the theme. That's one of the the backstories of the land is right. that Black Spire Outpost is a place where all of these people come to work. You know, it's so it's like a commuter city, and yeah. um, and every cast member has like their own backstory. So if you ask them, like you know, what do you do, and they're like, oh, well, I I live here, and they can tell you, or what you know, totally what do you do? in character, yeah, and and so yeah. they totally live up to it, which is fun. So, so do um, their name tags all say like? The, Are the name tags in Arbesh? The, the name tags, they're in a font that looks like Arbesh, but you can read them. You, you, again, yeah. like the, the thing with Olga's Cantina that you have to kind of look at it and yeah. uh, and and see, like, what's that person's name? It's like, oh, yeah, that, that, that's David, right? <laughs> so it is, but it's fun. You know, it's just, it's so, so... Uh, immersive but the other cool thing about it i mean the costumes are great and all that stuff they have an entire galaxy's edge lingo have you have you heard any of the things so um so when you when you go in if it's daytime and they greet you instead of i mean you can say hello i mean they'll respond but their greeting is bright suns wow and if it's nighttime like instead of saying good evening they say rising moons (laughs) uh and when they say goodbye it's till the spires Um, the more formal goodbye, which I haven't heard, but I've, uh, no one said it to me. Maybe I'm not formal (laughs) enough, but, uh, the formal goodbye is may the spires keep you or good journey. And then the one you do hear quite often is safe travels. Um, which is fun. Do you hear may the force be with you much or not? Don't hear may the force. I haven't heard it yet. I'm Ah. sure that they say, um, but yeah. Yeah, but again, the people working there are neutral. They're not necessarily. They're not Jedi, yeah. Right. Not, so mm. the, right. So they may not be, and, and they're they're a little they're leery of the First Order, you know, accusing yeah. them of being a spy or or loyal to the Resistance, and then they get in trouble, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Th- that, this is really interesting to hear because when they were like advertising this, they did say like become a part of the story. So this makes more sense now. Like, because yes. I was wondering when they first announced that, like. It made it sound like you yourself were going to have to choose sides, like become part of the resistance or become part of the first order. But this is a fun way to kind of implement that. Yeah. So and, and, you know, and now everybody has smartphones, right? iPads or iPhones and all that stuff. So those aren't smartphones. Those are data pads. And if, <laughs> like you, it. if you use the Play Disney app, your phone will turn into a data pad. And Ooh. so there's things you can do on it that are you know, just built in games. So um, one of the things you can do is you can uh, throughout the uh, park, there are uh, like control panels, I guess, for lack of a better term. And oh, you can yeah. go there and you can hack the control panel. And then <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that's then awesome. you, you basically get um, like additional levels. Sometimes you get additional credits. Um, there's also like a scanner so that you can go and scan items. And I, I think it's all done by Bluetooth, but it'll say like you go to like these crates cause it's a, you know, it's a shipping outpost, right. And where, yeah. and all that. So there's crates everywhere. So you can just go scan a crate and it'll tell you what's inside. And that becomes part of your inventory. And so, and then like, as you go through and you like hack things and scan things, and then it re- interacts with you and says, like, hey, you can take on other jobs and um, you can do stuff for the resistance. You can do stuff for the first order. You can decide, like, hey, I'm going to be just a scoundrel and kind of play both sides. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of fun. And so, and then there is also an Arbesh translator. Now, unfortunately, the translator doesn't scan. You have to type oh. in the characters you see. <laughs> so, um, so I've seen some pretty funny videos. Of like, oh, I'm going to translate this word. And, you know, the people so, translate the word. Later. It's just this caution. You know, it's like... <laughs> Not, it wasn't not, worth it. Yeah, it's not. It's not like uh, when when they opened up the uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye, they had a bunch of like hieroglyphic type things, and they gave out little ah. cards from AT and T, and like there were messages, but a lot of it was like you know use AT and T, you know yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> but these are just like regular words, so it's still kind of fun. So that's fun. So that gives you another way to interact. Um, I think um because they you know there's no magic bands in disneyland i wouldn't be surprised if some of these features would uh be part of your magic band you know obviously you could do a data pad but you might be able to do stuff with credits and other things like that have different interactions uh Mm. you just can't have without uh, a magic band so that'll that'll be interesting to see once once it opens in florida how it how it uh differs so yeah yeah, I'm really excited to see that. I, I was trying to look at aerial photos of, like, the construction in, you know, Disney World and the, versus Disneyland because I'm curious if, like, the layout's going to be the same. Like, I, I haven't looked at, like, is it about the same size? Yeah, but I think it'd it... would be interesting. Yeah, I think it is. I think I think the size is uh, relatively similar. Right. I was looking at some of the stuff after my first visit uh, in, in Disney World, and, um, and somebody made a point of, like, wow, look at this big... Um, petrified tree i mean it's like a, a redwood you know it's very tall oh, and i was yeah. like oh man i don't remember seeing that in florida that's a, or in disneyland that's a bummer and then when i went on tuesday i was like oh there's a petrified tree i saw <laughs> they so, had added it <laughs> yeah so so now that i go back and look at the at, when i go back and look at the stuff that's going to be in uh, disney hollywood studios it does look like mm. it's very much the same i mean i'm sure there's going to be some walkways might be wider or narrower or there might be a, a door here and not there type thing yeah. But I think for the most part, the layout is is identical. So that, that's going to be fun. So yeah. although I, part of me also wishes, I wish I'd make a difference so you'd have different yeah. spaces on both coasts. Yeah, it's like you could go either way because it's like, like because Disneyland versus Disney World, they are both very similar and like the lands are similar and yet also different. So it's like you want some similarities, but maybe also some differences. But although uh, Disney World will have the hotel um, yes. I don't know when that's supposed to open, but that'll be. Yeah, I think th- it's. I mean, it's not going to be by um, August. But <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I, I, I believe it's 2021 or 2022. Yeah. I, I mean, sense. I know they're building it. And you probably saw it while you were there, right? That whether they were building. It was. It was so hot that day that we went. We had a fast pass for Slinky Dog Dash because we were there just last week, um, and we used the fast pass. And of course, like when you're on Slinky Dog Dash, it's like you're looking into bed too. But then after that, everyone else had already gone for air conditioning <laughs> to find air conditioning. So we just went to find them. I wish now I'd like stopped and like looked around me more, but it was so hot. It's hard to yeah. focus sometimes. <laughs> That's always the challenge when it's when it's hot like that and you just need that shade, right? Yeah. Yeah. So do you want you want to hear about some of the uh yes. other things inside? So <clears throat> so it was interesting, and this is something that I think the early visitors in Walt Disney World will need to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um when when we went for our reservation day, uh they they our reservation time was at 11 a.m. and we had a four-hour window to nice. to go in. So they told us, um, and we, so the day we went, it was the 10th day of of reservation. So they kind of had things better figured out, um, yeah. but they told us you pretty much need to decide if you want to build a lightsaber or if you want to go to Oga's Cantina because you will you will not be able to do both because they are, they only have limited time. So yeah. the lightsaber is being 
uh, $200. We thought like we could probably pass on that. Um, So we we chose to go to Ogos Cantina. So what they did is I said, if you want to go to Ogos Cantina, follow this cast member with this staff with the little red ribbon on it, and he will lead you to Ogos Cantina. So um, when the 11 o'clock hour struck, you know, we did a countdown and then everybody started walking. And so they walked us from the resistance side. Pretty much through Batu, they they kind of and I don't I know I know your pet peeve about uh, Pandora <laughs> how the, how it's just a you know a land rush and people are running yes that free stuff. for all yeah was there running no Disneyland Disneyland <laughs> does not um, do that they and and I think the Disneyland guests are now used to it because when Cars Land opened and they were going back for Radiator Springs Racers and the same thing with when they switched over to uh, yeah. the um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, Mission mm. Breakout. Um, they, they they do the uh, we're going to walk you in a single file line, and you're going nice. to line up here and all that <laughs> stuff. So so everybody was very orderly. You know, they walked. We walked around, and they they kind of took us on a little bit of a serpentine through. Um, they even took us down like one of the the uh, Frontierland exit, and kind of then looped us back around so that we would be oh. out of the way and in line. But so we got in line there. You had to, once we got in, we got in line to make our reservation. But then they they just took your cell phone number and they said, oh, okay. uh, "We're we're going to page you, and then when you, when uh, or we're going to text you when you when you get your text, come on back." So, so we we got in line, made our uh, reservation. We went to the milk stand, which is where oh. they sell the blue and green milk. Right. So, which is fruity. Yeah. Blew my mind when I heard that. Like I. Never thought of blue milk as fruity, <laughs> right? I, I was thinking it was going to be more like like savory, like goat's milk. But yeah, yeah like so, a milk, like a milkshake, or like yeah, like vanilla, or yeah. yeah. So so it's so it's a non dairy drink. Both are non dairy. Um, the blue milk tastes, and the best description I could say is if you have like a a fruity cereal, like a, a Fruit Loops, a Fruity Pebbles, uh, you know that kind of thing, yeah. and the milk that's left afterwards, it's kind of like wow. that. It has like kind of a berry flavor. <laughs> Um, you know, it's, okay. it's and, yeah. but it's not and so the consistency, consistency is hard to describe. It's not like a smoothie, okay. uh, it's thinner than a smoothie, but it's, and it's not icy, like a slushy, you know, huh. so it's kind of in between it, it's cold. It's definitely cold. It's yeah. definitely thicker and it, it will melt, but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's very consistent. It's, it, it's really good. The green milk, the best description that we could come up with <laughs> was it tastes like lemon, lime, Gatorade and coconut milk. Same consistency, <laughs> both are good. I liked the wow. the blue milk better. My girlfriend liked the uh, the green milk uh, better, but it's yeah. fun. Seven ninety nine. Um, you know, the line goes pretty fast. It's you know typical kind of outdoor vending uh, type yeah. stuff. Disneyland. Um, so from there we just we walked around a little bit, and then maybe it was a half hour, and we got the the page uh, nice. that our that our time was up. So so it was just the two of us when we went in for the preview. But one of the people in line said like, hey, if you want to be like the good citizen. Make your reservation for more than like for for four, and then grab somebody who didn't get in line for that and bring them in. So we we oh, found yeah. another couple, um, and and we gifted them you know entrance really into nice. Ogos Camp. Yeah. So, so we had to wait maybe twenty minutes in line once once we checked in from our text, and then you know there's. Uh, a big archway for Ogos Cantina and then a sliding door kind of off to the side that you go into. Oh, okay. It's not like one of those things where you can kind of look in and see, like when the door opens, you get a glimpse. But when you walk in, you are definitely in a Star Wars bar. I mean, it so is cool. really cool. It's not No big. droids allowed? Uh, yeah. No. Well, <laughs> there, Was there a droid scanner? <laughs> there is one droid allowed because <laughs> the DJ for Ogos Cantina oh. is 
is Rex. From oh, it is Rex. Oh, my gosh. So I think I have seen a, a photo of that. Yes, That's awesome. Now it's DJ Rex. So we were lucky. They, you know, they kind of walked us around and they're like, okay, most of the tables, there are some booths um, where you can sit down, but maybe five or six. I, I should have counted, but, you know, not a lot. Most of it is standing. Like there's no um, oh. bar stools at the bar. There's a lot of like high top tables that where you stand. So, I mean, they can get more people in there ah. and all that stuff. There was. Well, I suppose if lightsaber fights break out, it's better that there aren't chairs yeah, all over yeah, the place. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and someone's and, arm gets cut off. Yeah, yeah. And and there so there is a two drink maximum and oh. a forty five minute limit. And that that's still in, in effect right now. Um in fact I when I was there uh on just earlier this week, I, we walked by and people were and they were having the cast members were having the people in line recite two drink maximum, forty five minute limit. <laughs> so because I need to turn people over because it they'll people yeah. would just hang out there and spend oh, all their time. Undoubtedly. It is so cool. So, so is there any food or is it all drinks? Okay. So there are a couple of things, but it's it's like little snacky food. Ah, because so you're not sitting at a table. So yeah, they so, want to move you in. Right, out. right. So, yeah. So it's not something where they're going to, you know, bring a big plate and, and here's your fork and knife and, and dig yeah. in. Um, it's basically uh, they have a dish that is – it's a little Petri dish with Jello, And then they call it boba, but it's it's not boba. It's you know, <laughs> Disney, Disney – I wish Disney would get it right. What they call boba is not bubble. It's, it's the oh. poppy pearls, you know, the same yeah. thing they put in the 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 drink in Pandora. Night Blossom, yeah. The Night Blossom, exactly. So um, I didn't try that. They have another one that's kind of like – almost like a – like a trail mix and it's like spicy ah. like nuts and crackers and things like that it it that wasn't really appealing to us um yeah. but they do have six non-alcoholic drinks um nice. uh eight alcoholic drinks and then four beers on tap so, oh, wow. so that's pretty good all of the drinks are, are pre-mixed so they just have oh. like little um siphons that they come out of oh, and, wow. and of course it's you know very heavily themed you know the siphons are coming out of the uh, ceiling and, and yeah, they, they're exotic yeah. looking and all that. So, so yes, yeah, so we, we, we just had one drink each. So, um, I tried one that's called the, the Bispin Fizz, which is, is, wow. uh, a rum drink with pomegranate juice and cranberry juice. And mm-hmm. it's super sweet, but, but it was in a like tall glass and they put, um, uh, there was a debate if it was uh, dry ice or liquid nitrogen, but it was it was bubbling and fizzy. And if oh, you've seen wow. the drinks like they have at um, the uh, Lamplight Lounge in Disney California Adventure that they opened ah. last summer, so it's it's very very fun. Um, my girlfriend had nice. uh, the sixteen Skyhopper, which is uh, vodka and melon liqueur, and it had like a, a dehydrated kiwi and a little half and half. So it was it was very good. All the glasses are very heavily themed, um, you know, very exotic. It's not like what you would typically find. Um, Can you buy them yet? <laughs> okay, well, the glasses, no, but they do have. Uh, three souvenir mugs, kind of like how oh, they do at Trader cool. Sam's. So there's an alcoholic yeah, yeah. one uh, called the Cliff Dweller, which is basically fruit, you know, fruit juice and stuff like that. It comes in a porg mug. So, but and it looks like the mug <laughs> that, they, that they, you know, this take home mugs from Trader Sam's. Yeah. Uh, but this one has pork. And then there's one called the Yub Nub, which is a you know pineapple rum thing, and it comes in an indoor mug. But oh, nice. the one that's crazy is the beer sampler. So if you get the beer sampler, the beer flight, right. um, is they call it the Rancor Beer Flight Souvenir <laughs> Board with four teeth. So it's a big ceramic board. I mean, and, and like at least 12, 14 inches long, maybe wow. six or seven inches wide, and then four holes in it. 
the actual glasses are not glasses you could sit down. They're like giant teeth that have been hollowed out. Oh, my gosh. And they don't hold much. I mean, they might hold probably only three or four ounces of beer, but you get the whole thing. So the guy that we, you know, brought in with us, uh, he got it. He was like, I'm the biggest Star Wars fan. I got to have this thing. (laughs) And so he got it. And, you know, the beers, the beers are all like uh, pretty decent beers. I mean, like the beers like uh, that they would serve in the parks. I mean, there's not like it's all generic, like no name stuff. Uh, But really cool when when they're done, uh, the cast member says, oh, hey, we'll we'll wash that up for you and box it for you. And then we'll send it to the front gate so you don't have to carry it around. You can enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, that's nice. But seventy five dollars for that. that Oh, my gosh. (gasps) Seventy five dollars for a beer flight. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And you get to take home the 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 rancor. Yeah. The vessel, but all that stuff. Yeah. The cliff dweller, the non-alcoholic one, thirty two dollars. The one that's the that's a pork mug. And then the souvenir indoor mug, forty two dollars. So these are like Trader Sam's prices. Yeah, drinks. (laughs) Exactly. And and, I mean, all of the drinks are about fifteen to twenty dollars if they're they're not. So. It's oh pretty much, I think, one of the themes for uh, Galaxy's Edge is make sure you, you have enough uh, credits, <laughs> to use their term, <laughs> because it can get a little pricey. Mind tricks won't work on me, only credits. Yeah. So after after that, we decided we did want to go and build a droid, because the droids were not uh, uh, as, as crazy. As the lightsabers. Yeah. So, um, so there is the, uh, the droid depot. And there was a lot. We had to wait in line probably about 45 minutes um, to to get in. Um, The lines for that, for Droid Depot, have disappeared uh, since the previews. So you can go in and build a droid, no problem. But it's really cool. So you you go in, you pay for your droid right off the bat. Uh, The droids Mm -hmm. are $99. And you can choose between a BB model or an R2 model. So, um, we, uh, we chose an R2 model and, but, and then, then you get to pick, it comes in all different colors. And so there's, nice. um, a conveyor belt, very similar to like the luggage return at an airport. And oh. it's just all the droid parts I and mean, all of them. So you, it's, and they give you like a list of the parts you need to get. So we had to get two legs and a center leg and the body and then the head and, and all that. Um, yeah. and then you take it over to a little work uh, workbench and there's like a, a electric screwdriver on on a cord coming out of the out of the, oh, yeah. the ceiling and and you, and you <laughs> assemble your droid and it takes you about four or five minutes and then you have to do the activation process and you put it in uh, this little box and the cast member comes over and you press a button and everything starts to activate and your droid comes alive and then now you have a your own droid with a personality chip and you can the personality chips you can choose between uh, first order, um, resistance, or like, I think it's neutral. It might be scoundrel. Um, but then the personality chips are Bluetooth enabled. So they will interact with things, uh, throughout, uh, of black star outpost and with other droids. That's really fun. So it's fun. So all of a sudden, you know, and they give you like this nice box. They, on the opening days, they had backpacks that you could carry them in. They sold out of the backpacks right away. So, and and they didn't, they haven't been back in stock that I've seen, Yeah. but you can carry them around and, uh, you know, all of a sudden it starts, you know, going wild in the box and you realize (laughs) something nearby that it likes or doesn't like, but it's really cool. Are these kind of like, you know how they had at Christmas, you know, uh, when the movies came out, like the little BB-8 is like, I don't know, six inches tall and the R2, like the RCs, are they about the same size? They're bigger. They're They're bigger. bigger. How big are they? The R2 is probably uh, 10 to 12 inches and the BB-8 is probably eight. 
So oh, that's not too bad. Wow. Yeah, so they're bigger than the the ones that that have that they have sold in the parks previously. Uh, yeah. You know, pretty well made. They do have some that are are pre made if you don't want to do the um, the whole assembly. assembly thing. And and you can buy uh, in the Droid Depot a a DJ Rex that is a Bluetooth oh, speaker, wow. and you can sync it to your phone, and it'll it has <laughs> I think something like twenty pre done messages that Pee Wee Herman recorded oh, for it, and then you know, it'll obviously play your music and move and spin and same thing. So, so do the R two and like the the BB eight style ones move at all? Or? Yeah, yeah, they move. I mean, they they move. I mean, you have to for the R two unit, you have to like tilt it back and make sure its center uh, leg is down. Yeah, and then it just it'll go back and forth and turn and you know spin the head and make make all kinds of it makes a tremendous amount of different unique noises. I mean, like yeah. as you would originally do. So so and then if if that's if. $99 for a droid plus $15 for the personality chip isn't enough. You can buy an actual customized R2 unit full size. Oh my gosh. $25,000. <laughs> can you take it around with you in Galaxy's no, Edge? No, you, you can't take it home. It's like 90 days to put it together. Oh, no I was going to say, if I, could, if I could have that thing going around with me in, in Disneyland, then maybe it'd be <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but if they have one on uh, display there, it's pretty impressive. I mean, it is. Wow. I mean, it it is like a the real thing. It's like I don't know, three and a half feet tall or oh so. It's really you can cool. buy a car or R two. Which exactly? One? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so do you control it with your phone then? Like you, the I think you can control it with your phone. It comes with a controller as well. Oh, cool. Okay, nice. So like wow, a little handheld yeah. controller. So they pair it all this together. Is sounding more and more worth it because when i first heard it, it's like a hundred dollars but then again those little ones that you could buy for christmas were probably about a hundred dollars if not more yeah. and they had all the same things like you know you could control it on your phone and make noises although this sounds like it's maybe even more noises and the personality chip and stuff so. yeah the fact that you can change out the personality chips if you want to i mean it's kind of fun um and it it's it's a pretty even though it's plastic i mean it's pretty substantial i mean it's well made it's not just you know something that's going to break yeah so so i i I think if you were saying we want to have something that's a little more special but i don't want to spend 200 dollars on a lightsaber then droid's a really (laughs) good compromise yeah um so after that uh we decided uh hey we might want to think about getting on on the ride (laughs) and do (laughs) smugglers run so uh, so we walked out of the Droid Depot, 15 minute wait for, for the ride. So it was Whoa. like, oh my goodness. So, That's so funny. Everyone's at the Droid Depot and the restaurant and <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and when we got there, I think there was, I think some people definitely said like, I want to go on the ride right away. Cause right. I mean, some people are, yes. I have to be yeah. on as many rides as possible. And some people are more like me, like, I don't really care about the rides. You know, I like yeah. them, but I mean, for the most part, I, I really care about the the food and the atmosphere. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so the queue area though is unbelievable. So you, you mm-hmm. see the millennium Falcon right out in front, you go in mm-hmm. next to it and then you walk around the entire perimeter, the backside of the millennium Falcon. And you, That's and so, so you nice. get to, you get a really close up view. And I mean, the millennium Falcon's there for service, right? It's not just yeah. there. So it's like all plugged into like hoses and pipes and, and there's stuff that looks like maybe, you know, maybe a panel or two is removed. This and goes there. That goes there. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the other side of of the uh, queue, so the, that's like as you're walking in, that's on your right hand side. On the left hand side is like a full like what would be like a garage, like a mechanics workshop oh, full of yeah. parts and like, you know, like. Uh, there's controllers to fly the spaceships for all different kinds. Um, and then, so once you get 
to the other side, you know, you, you do uh, almost a full uh, loop around the Millennium Falcon. Then you kind of go up the like catwalks that are you're going higher into the workshop and um, and very, very general. So, I mean, so it's great. So it's, you know, ADA accessible and all that stuff. Um you just kind of wind through. You you see more stuff. You there's a great soundtrack in there of not not music but just people talking, like as if it was a working shop, like people calling out for parts. Oh, you overhear yeah. conversations of people working there, which is fun. Um, and so, like, eventually you end up on the second level, and then uh, you walk essentially from where you start. You know, on the what would be the the left side of the Millennium Falcon? Well, now you're walking the other side, but you're above it, so you get to look down on it oh, wow. as as you're walking through. So, I mean, I the, the 15 minute wait was was accurate, um, but it was probably more like 20 25 for me because I kept stopping to yes, pictures and video, <laughs> and like people are like, you know, you know how you know the no line jumping thing is like, and people yeah. kind of stop and I'm like, keep going, I'm I'm taking pictures, I, keep going. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna like, be a while. <laughs> yeah, I must have waved by at least a hundred people, <laughs> so um, because it's like I, I need to, I want to see this. You know, yeah. I, I don't know when I'm gonna be able to get back if the crowds are what they are expecting. So, yeah. um, so yeah, so then you go through there, you walk through, and then you go in and you and you meet. That's where you meet uh, Hondo uh, Okuna, uh, or no, right. Hondo Onaka. Sorry. Oh, there we go. <laughs> And I'm going to mispronounce a few of the Star Wars terms <laughs> today. I'm sorry. Um, no and, But so he's the he's the pirate, right? He's the one who gives you the the like, hey, let's use the Millennium Falcon to go get some cargo, right? And yeah. that's that's the theme of the ride. Look, this goes on a smuggling run. So he gives you a pre. It's it, it's a fantastic uh, audio animatronic figure. I mean, super detailed. It looks like a yeah. human being up there doing it. Um, wow. But he makes the pitch to you, and so that sets the theme for the ride. And then, and so then you go down a hallway, and you make a turn, and you are on the Millennium Falcon. So, oh. it oh. is, it is everything you've seen in the movies. I mean, oh and, and you walk into the room with the chess table that was Aww. in the first one, and yeah. there's, um, you know, just like cargo stuff, and like you, you. It's one of those moments where you're like, oh, my goodness, I am actually on the Millennium Falcon. And Here. yeah. Aww. And so that's where they hand out your your jobs because um, there's six people per right. ride. So there's two pilots, two gunners and two engineers. So um, so they hand it out and and then your your card has your job and your and a color. And then they say, OK, the, the purple group, it's your turn. Time to time to go. And Aww. you go into the cockpit now. Full disclosure, I suffer from motion sickness like crazy. Oh, so yeah. I I've, I opted out. I, I went in because I wanted to sell stuff. I said, I'm not yeah. going to go on it. And they're like, no, no problem. No, that's okay. The X is right over here. And as I'm walking out, the uh, cast member is like, are you sure you don't want to go on it? Because it's really cool. It's really not that bad. I'm like, uh, nah, I better Aww. not. He's like, yeah. okay, well, hey, out this door, down the steps, you know, your, your girlfriend will be waiting for you yeah. in five minutes. As soon as I go out the door, there's a lady physically you know, as as we used to call when i was a cast member having a protein spill and i was like okay Ooh. i made the right choice <laughs> <laughs> wow vindicated yeah you're like okay yeah. i'm okay with not yeah, doing I was like, this okay, yeah I, I i didn't want to end up there um oh, but dear. by all accounts it's uh uh star tours on steroids it's it's a combination of star tours and um uh mission space from right. epcot 
Uh, I think it uses basically the Mission Space uh, ride platform, that technology, but it's... Like press this button now or do exactly, that thing now. Exactly. Yeah. So so my girlfriend was an engineer. Um, her job, she basically had to uh, repair all the damage that the pilots were doing because they couldn't <laughs> the Millennium Falcon very well. Uh, I think it takes about three minutes. Um, and then, like, you know, if, if you get uh, through the ride, I mean, there's more and more stuff, but... On her flight, everybody was a, a new person. They didn't they didn't deliver the cargo, so they failed. They lost credits. Oh. So, but really cool. Um, I mean, she said it's it's right up there with um, uh, the flight of passage as far as oh, like wow. immersiveness, the just wow factor and all that. But the thing to remember though about this ride is if you think of like Pandora, like uh, flight of passage is the big ticket one and then the navi river journey is the it's also a great ride right i love navi yeah. river journey i know you do yeah but of galaxy's edge the smuggler's run is the navi river journey wow the, the rise of the That's resistance so crazy is to supposed think of. to be the crazy over-the-top ride so wow so that, i can't wait to see what it's like because from what i've read it's it's supposed to be kind of like nothing else like yes for, like isn't it free moving kind of vehicles or it just sounds crazy? Yeah. I mean, it, the, the thing that, that impresses me uh, that I've heard from uh, the people who have seen parts of it is the first room that you go into once you because the idea is you go you you're part of the resistance and you, you sneak onto an imperial uh, whatever those things are, the battleship, you know, destroyers. Yeah. But the first room when you when you go into the docking bay, it is as big as the entire show building for Pirates oh. of the Caribbean. It's just oh massive. Gosh. The scale of it is is supposed to be huge. There's, oh, yeah. There's because I, I saw a picture that it was like you know in in um uh the first movie where like Poe and and Finn are stealing the X wing, mm -hmm. like and they're all stuck. It looked like that, but in real life, which that's so huge. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So it's it's just it's gonna be epic. I mean, I I I'm just so excited for when when that's gonna open. Uh, and I think it's gonna really just set a new standard for. Uh, how Disney does their rides and yeah. and attractions. So, uh, yeah. So after that, we were we were probably about an hour left. We decided to do a little shopping. Um, the shopping nice. is kind of uh, spread out um, in the same idea that uh, on, as you're like looking at the Millennium Falcon on the right side is the uh, is the first order side. So there's a first order shop, um, which is <laughs> regulation. Yeah, which is called first order cargo, <laughs> and it's right next. There's a there's a gigantic tie fighter right outside of it i mean and you know yeah. it's, it's like this is right from the movies this is this is crazy but it, it's very cool because so it's all all the stuff first order stuff so um i think it's this uh 709th stormtrooper unit that is the oh, first order yeah. unit that's assigned to black spire outpost so you can buy all the gear wow. for uh, 709 really the the merchandise throughout the entire um land is just different than your typical Disney merchandise. It's not like, oh, here's a, here's a regular T-shirt that has yeah. like a logo on it. It's like the shirts are like kind of um, – the T-shirts are more like what you would buy like high-end workout stuff, like maybe from like Lululemon or Nike or yeah. something like that. I mean it's really, really high-quality stuff, different colors, um, a lot of like banners. Like a lot of the stuff in the First Order Cargo reminds me of uh, the, the propaganda posters from like uh, – <laughs> Like Cold yeah. War, Russia, and stuff yeah. like that. A lot of red, a lot of like you know, just you know, be the be a better person, join join the, the group, and all that <laughs> stuff. 
Um, so it's fun. Um, and so if, yeah, if you want to get a star, a stormtrooper helmet, um, or like one of the, the cool jackets, like the Imperial guard wears and stuff like that, that's, that's where you get it. I mean, that's some pretty yeah. high end stuff. Um, oh in, in the middle, uh, uh, just, uh, right next to the Millennium Falcon is Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities and Doc Ondar, he was mentioned in, um, uh, the, the solo movie, um, he's not necessarily, and I think he's in some of the books, but he's, he's a character that you would, I guess, recognize. He kind of looks like, uh, one of the hammerhead characters that was in the original Cantina from, um, A New Hope, but, uh. But yeah, so so Doc Ondar, he is a full audio animatronic figure. He's like in a cage, wow. kind of like he runs the shop, and oh he's gosh. there making noise and stuff. And supposedly you can bargain with him on some of the things. Uh-huh. But this this shop has like all of the high end stuff that, yeah. like the high end collectible stuff, um, uh-huh. that you would want to buy. So the very expensive costumes, like the the very fancy Sith robes, they have a Princess Leia dress like she wore in uh-huh. in New Hope. That's yeah. uh. I think it's one hundred and thirty-five dollars or one hundred twenty-five dollars. Wow. So about the prices you'd pay at the dress shop. In yeah, a, for right? a nice dress, that's actually not too bad. Yeah, so they, they have some cool stuff. You can buy the 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 Princess Leia, you know, wig with the little buns yeah. on the side, and and you can buy the headdress that um, oh, I'm, Amidala. Uh, yes, from <gasps> which one? From. The red dress at the beginning on Naboo? Yeah, but just the headdress, not not the. Oh, not the full yeah, thing. Right. Wow, I'm trying to picture how that would look without all the hair. <laughs> yeah. So, but but I mean, just that that kind of cool stuff. I mean, that wow. you could have all of those different things uh, if if you if you want to pay for it. You know, there it's there. So, um, really fun shop to work walk around in. You know, a lot of stuff yeah. you can up and touch. Um, some stuff that you know is under the glass. That you know, I, I, I you might yeah. have to put down. Uh, you know, <laughs> a, a credit card to be able to look at it. <laughs> but but a fun shop, really fun. So, nice. um, and then after that, uh, there's there's kind of like what is I don't know it has a, a special name. They call it Shops of Black Spire Outpost. So it's kind of like a bazaar, and so oh, that's yeah. where like a bunch of like little shops are. So it'd be kind of like um, like a flea market almost, like where like wow. they open up the doors and and here's the stuff that they're you know selling. Yeah. So, oh, um, so, cool. so the first shop is uh, Black Spire Outfitters, and that that's really kind of the cool one of the cool things is like it's not you don't see anything that says star wars on there but yeah. like but like if as if you would go to a, a souvenir shop like in a major city like you know new york or boston or something like that and they'd be like hey you can buy something that says new york or boston on it right this is yeah. like where you can get something that says black spire outpost on it um yeah. but it's not like star wars or disneyland or or yeah. here's here's mickey dressed as you know luke skywalker yeah. it's all stuff that's very land specific or area specific um same thing t-shirts um you know little knickknacks and stuff like that uh there's a um what's the other place black spire outfitters another place where you can buy uh more of the uh outfits robes and tunics and stuff like that um they do tell you that uh you are unable to wear the robes in the park are you serious yeah that's ridiculous yeah it's so annoying because it's not even like but like other little costumey things could you wear like where people i mean not like a full costume but star wars costumes anyway are more like normal you know were people kind of dressed up or not really so on the on the the reservation day everybody had something star wars on, and there were a lot of people who were star wars bounding i mean there were there were so many good rays 
I mean, yeah, it was no it was robes. amazing. Yeah, that's too but, bad. But, Although for the, like the Halloween party, do you think that'll be allowed? Because aren't people allowed to dress yeah, up? Yeah. So for the I would say for the Halloween parties you can. So, but yeah, but so you can, mm. but and you can wear the tunics, which you know, I mean, they're 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 good looking, but I mean, I have a Jin Ursa jacket that I got from Columbia. I kind of want to wear that. <laughs> you, you could wear that. I think it's just the robes because the it, robes, it looks too yeah. much like your part of it and stuff. And it like drags that. on the ground. I think they don't always like that. Yeah. But I, like, yeah. Yeah, but they, but again, high end stuff, not just like you know, like junky little things. I mean, stuff they'd be like, okay, this this is quality. You know, this is something where yeah. you're spending your money it's it's a little bit of an investment so um nice. next to that is what i think is going to be my favorite shop in in there the toy darian toy maker so this is where oh, they have wow. all of the little like knickknacky toys and i i was a little disappointed because i've been hearing for like uh since they announced it that they were going to have um the at ats you know the big walkers from oh, from planet yeah. hoth that they were you know having these special ones made that look like they're made out of scrap metal like oh. like but but very toy like. Yeah. Didn't have them. I asked. Oh. They had one on the shelf. I said, "When are you going to sell that?" And the guy said, "This is part of the you know, course, Aaron's character, right? Oh, this oh. is part of Mr. Darian's personal collection. But oh. we never know when he's going to mass produce it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Don't put don't put something cool on the shelf and then not <laughs> right. sell it. Come on. <laughs> right. But but they, but they do have a lot of cool things. And this is where you can buy because I know you and Athos were talking about it on your last podcast. This is where you can yeah. buy the Sabak game. So, oh, that oh, Athos will be so happy to yeah. do that. So it was there on our preview day or on our reservation day. And when I went back this week, I was like, okay, I'm going to buy it, and it was sold out. So, oh my gosh, yeah. wow! But they, I, I asked, and the guy said, we we will be getting more in. We get shipments every day. You're just going to have to check back. So, yeah. you know, for the people visiting, you know, kind of like that. Our one of my unofficial Disney rules: if you see something you like and you know you want it, get it now. And yeah maybe bring it back if you change your mind and so, as opposed to waiting and then it not being there and being sold out. Yeah. So that, yes. that's kind of a bummer. But, oh. um, so oh, that, that's... and then the last place, uh, in, in, within the bazaar is called the creature stall. And this is kind of fun. This is like all of the star Wars creatures. Like some of them are like little doll size. Some of them are like, like actual oh, wow. size. Um, so, you know, if you want, uh, to get a, a little Tauntaun toy type thing, plush or, oh. you know, all kinds of like rubber like creatures that uh, probably the wow. really super uh, everyone that knows everything about Star Wars would know oh that's a this animal or that animal but yeah. uh, it's fun but also here they so there's the shop and then they kind of have like a little um, outdoor area where they sell the I'm gonna try and get this name right the the uh, Kawakian monkey lizards so this is a wow. creature that sat on uh, Jabba Hut shoulder in oh. Jedi. So, but this is very similar to the Banshees from Pandora. You know, same thing. You have the metal thing you put on your shoulder, then it sits on that and attaches to your oh. shirt, and then it has the the puppet controls. So you can like Wait, move this the This is the thing that um chewed out C3PO's eye, yes, is it? Exactly. Oh, right. wow. Exactly oh right. Gosh. So you can buy one of those and then have it perched on your shoulder. Yeah, and have it and, and walk oh around the, the same way people did with the banshees. So so it's, it's pretty fantastic. fun. Um it's uh it's it's I tried one on I, I, and it was fun to play with it. Like <laughs> I'm not gonna I, I, I think it was about a hundred dollars. I was like, I oh, it's yeah. it's fun, but I'm I'm not I walk around with a a, a, a character on my shoulder kind of guy. <laughs> so Oh, wow. So um, last thing, and and to me the the most important thing uh, is the food. So yeah. 
Food is pretty good. Um, so on the first day when we went, uh, we went to Ronto Roasters and right. had and now Ronto Roasters is is a pure like walk up uh, stand. They only basically have one item and then a couple of different beef jerkies. Um, they do yeah. serve breakfast and uh, they serve all day. So they do have a oh, breakfast wow. wrap that. Uh, <laughs> but they're the one that that is that I thought was just outstanding and that uh, I, from everyone I've, I've heard and seen online, uh, it seems to agree the Ronto wrap, which uh, some mm. people are calling the, the hot dog taco, but it's, oh, it's wow. <laughs> really, but it's roasted pork, um, a grilled pork sausage, which is where the hot dog comes from. And then peppercorn sauce, tangy slaw, wow. and it's fat but I'm telling you, Emma, it is fantastic. I mean, it, it is so such good. a great mixture of, of flavors. The, the, the the sausage is is amazing, um, very good. I, I think your brothers will uh, will like it since uh, I know they like the grub dogs. And oh yes, from Pinterest. <laughs> so, and then the other the other restaurant that they have is Docking Bay Seven Food and Cargo. So, and this is one that I've seen it. And this is one of the first things that I I saw in the photos. But a big spaceship that doesn't look like the, I guess canonical spaceships, but like it looks yeah. like it's folded. It has folded wings and it's sitting on, on a high platform. That's right. that's the restaurant. So that's Docking Bay oh, Seven. It's right wow. next to Docking Bay Five, where the Millennium Falcon is stored. Nice. And it, it's pretty much a standard quick service place. Um, very similar to uh, Satouli Canteen in Pandora. Nice. So plenty of indoor seating and. Yeah. So indoor seating and outdoor seating. Um, nice. Great patio area. Really, really nice patio that's area. That's great. So, um, so yeah, we, we, I went back this week and tried a couple of things. I tried the, uh, the smoked kadu ribs, which is sticky oh. ribs and it has like a blueberry corn muffin, some cabbage slaw. Wow. And then, um, and I, I really like the fact that they've made a good effort with plant-based, uh, stuff. So they oh, have yeah. a, a, it's called the Ithorian garden loaf and it's a, a plant-based mm. meatloaf. You would not, if you, if you just took a bite of it, there's no way it's not like dry or sawdusty or, you know, yeah. it, it it it's it tastes like kind of like if you've had an impossible burger or a beyond meat burger right. it has that texture but it's it's a good i mean yes it's plant-based so some of the meat and potato purists may not like it but it is the most meat and potatoes dish um because it has roasted vegetables fantastic mashed potatoes um some carrots and then like a good mushroom sauce so it's it was it was delicious very good so and then they also have – this one I wasn't too crazy about. It's called the Yob Shrimp Noodle Salad, which is chilled uh-huh. shrimp and marinated noodles, vegetables, and cilantro. Um, it this, The the marinated noodles, it's a – if you've ever had ceviche or if you've ever oh, had any, yeah. any of the Asian dishes that have fish sauce, it's kind of like a very acidic fish sauce. So has oh. a strong flavor. Um, wow. May not be for everybody, but um, I enjoyed it. Nice. So, um, and then, and then they have a couple of, uh, of fancy drinks, you know, like the pre-made drinks, kind of like how they have it, um, uh, Satouli Canteen. Oh yeah. So, so one's called Move Juice is fruit punch and orange juice and all that kind of, kind of like a little bit like Pog Juice, you know? Oh wow. So really good. And then they have like a, basically an Arnold Palmer, one that's called, uh, Fatro, which is, you know, iced tea and lemonade, and they put some desert pear, pear syrup. And then if you're a kombucha fan, they have a mm. Batu Bucha tea, which is wow. uh, pretty strong. It's a, it's a pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty potent kombucha. So, um, but good. And then Batu Bucha, I like that. Yeah, Batu Bucha. So um, their desserts, the Batu Bon is uh, 
which is, is fantastic. It, it's a mm. chocolate cake with chocolate mousse, and it's, it's kind of spherical. And yes. they give you like a little um, bit of a mango sort, you know, swirl on the plate. It's oh my plated gosh, very that well, so it's delicious. gorgeous. So wow, and this is just the counter service, right? Yeah. Very so unfortunately, they, they don't have a. Uh, uh, kind of full table service. A or? full table service yet. When they when they originally announced it, they said they were going to have a full table service, yeah. but you know maybe when they get everything settled and they decide to expand a little bit, you know I know that both, yeah. both Disneyland and uh, the Disney Hollywood Studios have expansion pads in Galaxy's oh, Edge. So nice. so we'll see. Keep our fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, so that's that's basically it. I mean, it's wow. it's super immersive. Um, we did I did, was able to watch fireworks from there on Thursday oh, cool. night, um, which is kind of surreal because I'm used to the fireworks with the music going along. Yeah. But the nice thing about it um, at Disneyland is it's right next to where the fireworks are, so you're super close. Um, it's Whoa. gorgeous. Um, I'll I'll post once you. Uh, Post the um, yeah. podcast online. I'll, I'll add some photos to it and I'll add some video oh, of the fireworks going off cool. over the Millennium Falcon and the spires. Of oh, Spire. wow. Oh, my gosh. It was gorgeous. Even though there's no music accompanying it, yeah. um, it was still a very fun fireworks show to watch. Is there music, like just uh, area music in the land? Yeah. Like, so oh, yeah. Uh, John Williams scored right. uh, music for the land. Um, so there is – it's not It's not really uh, a big presence um, as, as much as it would be in some of the other Disney lands as you would think. But it is there. Um, probably more impressive is um, is the sounds that they have when you're in the landing bay area so um it's not just like oh there's a sound over here it is like complete surround sound of of spaceships flying overhead so you hear it coming from from you know to your right and then you hear it go overhead and then you hear it go to the left it's it's very much like if you've ever been at a sporting event where there's a a a flyover right flyover yeah yeah oh my gosh how cool it sounds almost like you know like on main street where they have like the sound of the piano lessons and the sound of like it's so immersive Exactly. Wow. So, so the other the other cool thing about it that makes it super immersive is the character um, walkarounds. So right, I was they, ask. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's so basically the time it is is the time of the of the current trilogy we're in. So right. uh, Ray is there, and Ray. Uh, I've, I there's so many Rays that you know people uh, Disney bound for. Um, yeah. When you see the actual Ray, like oh my goodness, <laughs> this is the Ray. She's so yes. good that she interacts with the kids um, and Aww. talks to them. Um, we saw an, an instance where she was talking to a little girl and two stormtroopers walked up and <laughs> and they and they started to ask the little girl and, she, and Ray just waved her hands. They're like, oh, this person's fine. Don't worry about it. And like, <gasps> so it was like the Jedi mind trick on him and the stormtroopers oh walked my gosh. Away. It was like the complete That's show. That's pretty great. It was so wow. great. So uh, Kylo Ren is there. He walks around with stormtroopers and interrogates guests, um, you know, asking if, are you loyal to the first order? Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> and then, um, and obviously there's uh, stormtroopers and and then there's Chewbacca. So right. a full life-size talking Chewbacca. Whoa. So my girlfriend, she wore a shirt that said, I'd rather kiss a Wookiee, right? Which is what the <laughs> Princess Leia said yeah. in Star Wars. So she's like, I would, I just want to get a picture with, with Chewbacca. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's number one. So kind of at the end of our time, we were over like doing a photo pass thing. Um, and, uh, we were on the resistance side and there's Chewbacca and I, I nudge her. It's like, Hey, there's Chewbacca. Now's your chance. So she runs over and, you know, uh, 
she sees him and, you know, he looks at her and then she like points to her shirt and he like, you know, growls and like gives her a big <laughs> hug. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, and then like, I, you know, like we took pictures and video of her. So it, it was just a really great moment um, and, and stuff like that. So and then the last character, um, which is, is really interesting that they went this way, is uh, V. Marathi, who is not uh-huh. like a current canonical Star Wars character. She's from she's a character from um, one of the books, the Phasma wow. book. Which was written. I don't know if you. I haven't read it yet, but I. Recent, I, yeah, not not the expanded universe. Yeah, recent, so it's yeah. it's uh, but yeah, so she's new, and there's uh, the book Phasma by uh, Delilah Dawson came out in 2017. Oh. So um, so she walks around and she's she's an African American character with blue hair and she's she's a spy. So she's like, uh, oh. you know, and she stays in character the whole time. So like, if you walk up to her, she's like looking at her. She's like, not now, not now. And then she'll like walk, you know, after she kind of does her stuff, she'll walk to the side and like you can take a photo with her. So we got a photo with her too. That was all. <laughs> a lot of fun so were there like really lines for the characters did people swarm them or it was kind of under control yeah so it's not it's not like um not like uh walt disney world where you go to the character meet and greets it's more like the traditional disneyland where they're just roaming so and 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 they aren't like walking around necessarily and like posing for pic i mean you can get a picture with them but it's kind of like you're you're getting a selfie you know, yeah, you got to uh, get it quick. quick. Yeah, they're, they're not standing there with a photo pass um, yeah. uh, photographer uh, waiting for your photo. Now, they do have photo pass photographers, which is fun. Um, they will take some great photos of you. In fact, they do have a magic shot where oh. you put out your arm and they'll put a porg on your arm. So we have one of those. <laughs> that was super fun. So nice. but yeah, and yeah. for but for the most part, it's just kind of like, um, you know, just the, the standard photo past stuff that you would be in most of the parks yeah so and then they do i know another thing the near and dear to your heart they do have some photo walls um nice so outside of the joy (laughs) depot seems to be the most popular one right now um there's like just a kind of a tan wall with like a great robin's blue egg stripe on it with some arbash that says joy depot and saw a lot of people taking pictures there but it's it's very much going to be like um more like the photo walls that are like in muppets courtyard like hey here's a really great door or the photos opportunities that are in morocco you know in epcot yeah just beautiful yeah so it's not so there's not like there's not a bubble gum wall there's not a (laughs) wall or something not yet at least um but you know it's it, it it plays with it so you can really go take some fun uh some fun star wars photos in there and and post on instagram it sounds like they did a really good job making everything so immersive and like totally in character and in theme like i mean i remember like back from star wars weekends i did love meeting mickey in a jedi costume yeah the chipmunks as ewoks but (laughs) yeah it it is fun that they took this so seriously yeah i mean and that and that's definitely it i mean you know you are you are not in disneyland when you're in or or Disney Hollywood Studios. You're 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 not you're on a different planet. I mean, and they refer to you as being from off planet. Um, yeah. So I, like I mean, it. yeah. I mean, so it's fun. So there's not like there's not the pin trading board. You know, there's not the. Mm. I haven't seen any hidden Mickey's. I'm sure there's got to be one because how could they yeah. resist, right? Somewhere. I mean, yeah. Somebody's they, gotta... they had to like. If you do a hidden Mickey right, like it perfectly blends in and it just is part of the theming, you know, it's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's fun that it's it's just so pure to um, Star Wars. I mean, and and I think, you know, I mean, I'm not I'm not this type of Star Wars fan that is so fanatical that I hate George Lucas like some of them are. I mean, but I love Star Wars and and I I love this land. I think it's really well done. I I think they really nailed it. I think it's worth the wait. I think it's worth all the hype um, and all that. So. 
so nice. I have to say, I feel more excited about it now I've heard you talk about it, because anyone who is, is, has listened to the podcast knows I was not the biggest fan of The Last Jedi. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not always perfectly happy with the things I hear from Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm these days, but um, this sounds like it is kind of true to the spirit of Star Wars, and they really thought about it and, and did it justice. So. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, I think if, if, if you don't go in with the expectations of, like, this is going to be, like, the best thing ever, I mean... I, I, you know, and have your hopes too high. I think, I yeah. think anybody who is just like, Hey, I like Star Wars. I want to see what this is all about. They're going to enjoy it. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. It's been so fun to hear you talk about it, hear everything. Cause I'd only seen some photos and stuff and videos online, which it looks beautiful, but this is so cool to hear all the, all the details. Oh my, and that, that app just sounds super fun. I feel yeah. like I could do that all day. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if there's one thing that, uh, you know, you do when you visit, make sure you have the play Disney app on your phone so you can utilize all the data pad stuff and, and, and go nuts with it when you get there. Cause it's, it's such a fun thing and just to kill time and like enjoy the area. Yeah, just to soak in the atmosphere. Yeah, it, it makes like it really so makes much you atmosphere. feel a part of it, um, and 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 it, it gives you something to look forward to when you go back on a second visit. You know, they're like, hey, I want to continue what I started on my last visit with my data pad. Yeah, and to get good at that Millennium Falcon thing, it yeah, sounds like it's, it's you would be, have to ride it ten times. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I I kind of think of it as like uh, you know the first time you went on Toy Story Mania, like you're like, how how does yeah. the gun work and what do I shoot at? But then like the second and third time, your scores get much better and stuff yeah. like that. I think it's gonna be a lot the same way. Yeah. So I'm sure the first time you go too, like you're like, oh my gosh, I'm on the bridge of the Millennium Falcon. And exactly. You're like, but, just freaking out. Like right. I would probably forget to press all of my buttons. Yeah. But you'll, you'll have the advantage that like you can, you guys could fill up a whole, you know, uh, vehicle yourself, hey, a whole cockpit yourself. That's you have enough true. in your family. We can train together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have a friend that went uh, on one of the preview nights and she wrote it three times and, uh, wow. she, you know, she, and she did every role. So, so she had, nice. so, I mean. Uh, hopefully the lines won't be too bad in in Florida uh, and that yeah. uh, it will be so interesting to see how this turns out because like the fact that it's not crazy busy at Disneyland right now does that mean that people will imagine it's not going to be crazy busy at Disney World and so go and then it will be crazy busy like it's, it's like yeah. it could go either way it's hard to guess yeah unfortunately so the, the reservation system I mean like the the hotel guests at Disneyland had priority and then like the, right. then they open it to everyone, but they can't do that in Florida because I I, no. I I don't know the exact count. I would say there's maybe two thousand hotel rooms that are Disney controlled oh in, in Florida. Like Clock Century there's, alone is like yes. twenty five hundred rooms. So like there's you know I what is it like forty thousand rooms total on yeah. property now? I mean, yeah. so you you you're not going to have that advantage. Um, yeah. I heard that they were going to do some uh, Walt Disney World previews for some of the annual pass holders or yeah. maybe a reservation type system. If they do the boarding system, though, like they did um, here in, in Disneyland in Florida, that seemed to work really well. I mean, yeah, because that makes sense. Yeah. You don't want it to be the five hour waits like you have it um, for, yeah. for in Pandora. I mean, I, I think that would definitely take away from it. Um, definitely. But It'll be fun. I mean, it's kind of good that Disneyland's uh, working out some of the kinks because I, I know that Walt Disney World is watching them very closely and not going to, you know, learn from their mistakes and, and make it like yeah. that. So I'm hoping by the time we get to uh, the end of August that Disney Hollywood Studios is going to be rolling and, and uh, yeah. good, a, a great experience for everybody. Yeah, just a couple months now till it's open at Disney World. So yeah, two months, right? So it's going to be it's going to be fun. Are you, are you going to make a trip down for the opening? <sighs> 
probably not the opening because just I, I don't know what the crowds are going to be like. Um, although, like now, I'm super tempted to go to the Dis- Disneyland one right now. Um, yeah, I don't know when we'll get down there, um, but obviously, we, we want to check it out. So, yeah, well, yeah. If you, if you could have, I mean, I, the people who decided to come this week to Disneyland, I mean, just lucked out because not oh, only was Alex's egg open, luck. yeah, you you could have done the whole park and done everything you wanted to do. I mean, I don't think any oh of the rides, gosh. like even the big ones, the sp- you know, Space Mountains, Big Thunders, were more than like twenty thirty minutes at their peak times. That's so, incredible. Yeah, that Whoa. that 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 hasn't been like that for years. I mean, like that's yeah. like rainy day <laughs> weather uh, type wait yeah. here. So. Uh, oh it's it's really been this last week has been magical. I mean, all all of the people who have the signature <laughs> pass and above are, are just yeah. in heaven. <laughs> so it's really nice. Aww. Well, it's been so much fun talking to you. Is there um anywhere people can find you or anything you wanna? I, you know, I know? do not have your social media presence. Um, I <laughs> I am on Instagram, uh, but I only post food stuff because I'm like, you know, prior to uh, earlier, I guess in my fandom, I I was a one of the uh, columnists at mouseplanet.com. I wrote some of the food oh, columns cool. for a few years there. So, um, so I, so I have, uh, my Instagram is B underscore dub D U B underscore eats. So I post all nice. my food photos and stuff like that. So I'll post, you know, all my galaxy's edge, uh, food and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, but I'm always in the Facebook group too. So if people, you know, oh. have any questions specifically, they can always reach out to me through the Facebook group. Perfect. I'll make sure I leave um, your Instagram and, of course, the Facebook group uh, link down below. Uh, if you guys want to follow the podcast on social media, we're Disney World A to Z on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and I'm Bookish Princess on Instagram and uh, YouTube. But, yeah, oh, my gosh. I, it's been so much fun hearing about this. I feel, like, so much more excited about it now. Yeah, you should be. It's going to be great. I, I can hardly wait to when you actually experience it and, and make your uh, videos and podcasts about it from your experience. It'll be fantastic. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for the videos. <laughs> all right. I hope you guys all have a magical day and may the force be with you.